Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for you? And that's what I taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills of Ariel. I've got better things to do tonight than die. jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the corner. It doesn't have to be perfect, just do it. You know, throw some spaghetti against the wall. This is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys, part of the Once Upon a Podcast Network. This is George Soroy, and thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for tuning in for this very special daily adventure of Excelsior Journeys. And it has been so much fun going through the National Podcast Post-Month Challenge and navigating the National Novel Writing Month Challenge, which is a 50,000-word draft in... 30 days. Now, as as things will do, life tends to get in the way, and I know that my own word count has been thrown off quite a bit over the over this past week, but I am not giving up. I am obligated to deliver a draft to my publisher of Greater Glory, part 3 in the Excelsior journey, which is why this whole series is called Reaching for Greater Glory. And one of the things that, uh, that really makes me think back on the time that I was truly successful in accomplishing getting a 50,000 word draft in 30 days was when I wrote the first draft of what would be Excelsior, the first book in this trilogy. And it was one hell of an adventure. And it just so happens that the, the card in the No Plot, No Problem writer's kit for National Novel Writing Month that Chris Beatty put together, it just so happens that the Day 12 card is called Onward. And here's what it says. One of the most famous mountain climbers of the last 25 years is Joe Simpson, known not for the number of peaks he scaled, but for a nightmarish climb gone awry in 1985. As captured in his book and later the movie, Touching the Void, Simpson shattered his leg on a snowy, stormy descent and fell hundreds of feet, landing on a ledge overlooking the maw of an ice crevice. Staying where he was seemed untenable, but the only direction he could go was down, lowering himself into the dark, claustrophobic slit of the icy canyon. Getting back out would be impossible. His thought at that juncture, you got to keep making decisions, even if they're wrong decisions. If you don't make decisions, you're stuffed. Simpson made it off the mountain with all his appendages intact, and you should take his good advice to heart throughout week two. Resist the impulse to sit back and ponder. Keep moving forward. Now, it just so happens that this is day 12 of the National Novel Writing Month Challenge, and Thinking back to the time when I wrote the first draft of Excelsior, this was a very, I would have to say, a very dangerous spot for me because I felt myself like really kind of getting frozen up. Looking back at where I was working on that draft, basically in the story, I had introduced Matthew Peters. I had already introduced his 
tendency to kind of dwell on some stories, which is a way for me to kind of bring in the backstory of Excelsior himself. And I also got to basically set him up as an underachiever in high school. I got to introduce his uncle, Jason. I got to introduce who the person who would eventually become his mentor, Dr. Catherine Sierra, a.k.a. Elder Clyera. And the doctor that she works with, Dr. Franklin Ritkin, and several other key elements. I also got to use that part to have Elder Clyera explain what Matthew's true destiny is. And that, of course, is for him to become the host of Excelsior's Life Force instead of being the comic artist that's going to take this this creation that he was so confident was his and run with and all of a sudden become something very special in the comic book lore. And that wound up not being the case with Matthew. He, instead of writing about this character Excelsior and all of his adventures and going dealing with the planet DNAP4, his true destiny is to become Excelsior and actually live out these adventures for real. And so it's at the end of that scene when he stands up to this kid who is bullying him named Nick. And once that happens, then he, then Matthew and Elder, Elder Clyera leave the school. Now, here is where I was stuck because it was just like, okay, now what do I do? I feel like I, I will definitely be getting Matthew involved in the coming chapter, but I feel like I need to do something else. I need to do something extra, especially because I have, I had such limited characters to work with. And then finally, an idea came to mind and it became the perfect element to that I was able to do moving forward. And that was simply change the location. What is going on on planet DNAP4 while all this is happening around us on Earth? What is happening in the present time on DNAP4? And so I went there and that's when I introduced the characters Zoribus and Karini and uh, brought in Granik and Radifin from pre- a previous chapter. And it wound up being the perfect extra element that I needed because now all of a sudden I was able to really kind of add in a little bit of extra action, but also introduce these new characters, which were going to play a huge part in getting Matthew to where he needed to be. And so that was once that happened and I was able to kind of create this, this very, tense situation as the scene developed. And then in later drafts, that's when I introduced the character of General Hadera. So there is, there's a lot of extra elements that goes into this particular, into, into this particular segment of the story, which I was just like, all right, I got to get these characters to do something. I got to have them moving forward in some way. And the best way that I was able to do it was to bring in new characters and let them basically set themselves up to be the ones who will be pushing Matthew along and across that finish line to truly becoming Excelsior himself. So 
that's something that, that I would definitely recommend to fellow authors is that if, if you, if you find yourself stuck for any reason, just switch up the location and you'll be surprised how easily everything will flow once you have that extra scene under your belt. Work on another one. Work on something that you feel will just kind of keep everything moving forward. And if you have any sort of mythology or anything like that that's kind of sitting in, in the back of your mind, but you decided not to use it, if you had a prologue or really kind of set, set the mood for your story, if you have it and you go forward with it, fantastic. But if not, if you still have all this information kind of sitting in your pocket, then bring out a little bit of it. Have your characters discuss a little bit of it. And then all that's going to do is it's going to whet the reader's appetite. They're going to want to know more and you're going to want to know more because a lot of times you're going to be asked to come up with other elements of your planet. If you're creating like a whole new planet or a whole new land or whatever, you got to make sure that this is something that People can f sense themselves being a part of. And that is, for me, all the credit goes to Jerry Ann Geller, my story editor, for really kind of forcing me into making those decisions about DNAB4 itself. But that's a story for, no for another time. I hope that this is helping you. I hope that, uh, that this show has been helping you with getting through your, your own issues with National Novel Writing Month. And hopefully... We can all just keep on pushing forward together and make that finish line. And then we can worry about what we're going to do with it afterwards. But main thing is just get it out there. Get it out there and do not look back. Just keep moving forward. And if you do that, then the sky's the limit. So with that in mind, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com. <laughs>